you should understand, maybe you shouldn't understand this, but after this, you will understand this. Maybe I just want to crush a few dreams here, just because, you know, like a little dream crushing. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Felix asks, what's your opinion on people, especially young girls, doing OnlyFans? Is it better than doing a nine to five job you don't like? In a way, my opinion doesn't fucking matter because it's here. <laughs> like, the reality is because of this confluence of events between Instagram and the advent, I mean, it's, the progenitor is Instagram and then the extension into OnlyFans. What we're really looking at is the decentralization of the sex industries. So as a, when I was growing up, the only way a girl could be involved in the sex industry was to commit hard to being like working in a brothel, right? Like fucking random strangers, 10 and 10 a day, or working at the local strip club where you know, they had to go and be part of the whoever owned that, the bikers in Australia, and get involved in that thing and, and be exposed within their city. And, and I mean, being a stripper is hard work for sure. So there was only certain girls who had the stomach for it and or ne- really desperately needed it. And now because of technology and decentralization of that kind of stuff, where Instagram is now the biggest brothel on the planet and, uh, and OnlyFans as, a, as an extension of that, that it's here to stay. And I think as social norms, it's become pretty normalized pretty quickly, actually, right? It's, there's a, sure, the, the individual girls may still receive backlash and, and shaming for that, but overall, it's, there's an acceptance of it and it will continue to become more and more socially acceptable. You have lots of interesting situations where girls who are virgins or extremely sexually inexperienced are on there flashing their tits and stuff because it's like, it's safe. She can do it in a in a bedroom with a Mormon parents outside not knowing what she's doing. I mean, for, for a while anyway. And realize that her body, and even if she's young, it doesn't matter if she's fat or got one leg or a dwarf. In fact, she'd probably make more money as a fat one-legged dwarf. Dudes are interested in seeing the individual nudity and, and the character of, of different girls. And so, yes, it's gonna, it has a commodity price and it's going to continue to be that way. So it doesn't really matter what I think about it. It's just like it's, this is a reality that will continue and will get huger and, and probably exponentially bigger. And it's also a, it's also a um, reflection on world economics, right? It's like, okay, you have countries previously, like where middle classes are shrinking, where manufacturing is and all sorts of industries are, are sent overseas, where social safety nets dissolve, right? Like late stage capitalist stuff, where it's like, it's not as easy for a young person to get by as it was, let's say the 50s through to the 90s, which was kind of the golden era of the Western world for the middle class. It's ending in, in different ways in different countries, but it's like when a girl's, I mean, you know, I know, I know lots of OnlyFans girls, I'm just looking out the window at Kiev, I'm like, they're all there, <laughs> there they all are, all OnlyFans. So, like, I get it, like, what else would, why, why would they not be doing it? What is, you know, especially in a country like this, where you've got a saturation of extraordinarily beautiful girls, and minimum wage here is, I hate to think, I don't know what working in a cafe here makes you, a buck an hour, two bucks an hour, maybe, like fuck all, like 100, 200 a month maybe for working an, an a unskilled job and not that much more for a skilled job. And if you're 18 to 25 and you go like this and say, hey guys, well, you know, welcome to my OnlyFans, you know, uh, I'm the girl that whatever blows her nose and then some guys get off on that and I can make a thousand or two thousand or four thousand a month, which is 
around what a girl who's working it, you know, I know the girls here who put a lot of effort into it, and it's work, right? They have to put up content all the time. They have to go on Reddit and post in the very niche things. They have to talk, communicate with their audiences because, uh, as we saw with one girl, Dasha, who's, in my opinion, and in our opinion, one of the hottest girls, most adorable girls we've ever met, she makes fuck all on the OnlyFans because she doesn't speak English and uh, she doesn't want to talk. So she just does the wiggling and the jiggling. She's exquisitely beautiful, but she makes fuck all compared to some of the just cuter girls who interact because that's the whole selling point, right? Porn is ubiquitous. You can find every beautiful girl doing what, gaping her asshole with a fucking bottle of champagne or whatever it is you want. But having having a girl who's like talks to you and, and, and or like presents her personality and, and that's the thing that the guys fall for and then continue to keep paying for. So in my, in my opinion, it's like, go for it, girl. It's like, what? In some ways, it's what is their alternative? Okay, some in many cases, the alternative is not great and and not going to yield that much more than uh, it's not going to yield much. Yeah, okay. It's like if a girl's choosing between a law degree or an engineering degree and being an OnlyFans girl, it may be a short-term thing, and she may pay for that later. There will be there will be some level of stigma depending on what she does. But I I think like over time, most men like how would you guys feel about? eventually marrying a girl who when she was 18 to 21 you know flashed her tits and sh- shook her ass on on a website like i wouldn't i don't think i'd care about that like i mean i think i'm, a, I'm my madonna whore complex is dissolved enough where i can be like okay like whereas okay if she was prostituting herself with 10 guys a day then okay maybe maybe then you wouldn't right but it's like whatever who cares it's just like okay kind of more innocent than many other aspects of sex industry it's it's going to be here if you especially if you want to be with really beautiful girls like the eights nines and tens well tens don't do tens don't usually do only fans or they do it like uh, real tens okay they get they get paid for in other ways that they're they're the ones that big big money guys will buy out but the the eights and nines of the world uh, okay, not all of them are going to do it, of course, and some of them will be, come from good families and are good girls, or they or they're just hipster chicks or something that don't front front of front face their beauty. But there's there's huge numbers of cool, smart, interesting girls who are just like fuck it. I've got four years to make money out of my tits, and if I can make five grand a month for a number of years, that pays for my degree, or that you know means I can buy an apartment, or that means that I'm not fucking desperately at the whim of this awful economy that I live within and so on. So I, I, I've just, I think I'm totally at peace with it. It's here to stay. And, you know, if you want those high, higher end beauty girls, then most of them will be selling their beauty in some way or another during their life. Right. And, and that can be from OnlyFans. It can be, okay, it might be some level of sugar babying prostitution or like informal prostitution which is what a lot of sugar babying is where okay they meet a guy maybe online or maybe they just meet a a wealthier guy somehow who understands that she can get that stuff like i'm in this situation now actually and i just have to swallow it right so my main girl in kiev like we've we've had a romance we're hanging out she's uh 23 and she's very conscious that she's on the tail end of her you know it's ridiculous right she's 23 and she's very aware that she's got two years left right which is kind of obscene but she's gorgeous and she's with me, but I'm not going to, I don't want to sugar daddy her. Like, I mean, I do in the basic, like, okay, I buy, a, I pay for things, I pay for dinners and food and transport and whatever. And, and if she like, and I, if she said, Hey, look, I need, I need to go to the dentist and I need some cash. I would have to give her the money because if I don't, someone else will. 
right? And this is um, and this is an economic reality of this country, right? Girls know that they've got this limited beauty period that it's worth it's worth quite a lot to somebody or many people, and they will choose how they're going to do that. Many of them, like with her, she, maybe she would prefer that I took on the role of like, okay, I'm buying you out. Not that I'm paying you necessarily a monthly something, but it's like I'm looking after you because she's like, if someone else, if you don't, then I will. From otherwise, I'm a broke chick wasting my beauty, and that's what she's done. Right? Like she's like, she's uh, gone off on her hot girl summer, and because I didn't offer to do that for her, because I don't, I, I'm not willing to take the responsibility on, you know, look, looking after her young girl needs in the sense of taking to the fancy things and the and the trips and the whatever for, for that girl at this point I'm just not willing to do it and she's like hey I'm, I'm thinking of going traveling this summer and I know what that means it doesn't mean she's selling sex it means that of all the many networks of probably cool or whatever interesting or rich or whatever men that that she is in contact with one way or another she's getting all these offers and I said cool babe do your thing right and, and a bit of me is like I'm not that happy about that, but it's like, I'm not buying her out. And now she's, and I don't look at her Instagram for this month. I looked for a bit. I'm like, okay, she's in Turkey on a boat. I don't know who's paying for that shit or exactly what the situation is, but that's the realities. You know, I'm, I'm part of this. Well, I'm on the side of the like fun fuck boys that they come back to and fuck for free. And, you know, that knows how it all works. And that's the role I choose to play. And if there was, if it was her or any other girl where I'm like, actually, I want you all to myself, then I would have to buy her out. And that would mean taking care of her material needs to whatever level she needs. For some other girl, it would be very different. She, she, she's a hipster girl who doesn't want to go off and like being part of the party thing or something. And that would just mean like in this country, it's like if she's got a like an, an emergency there, where there's no social safety net, where all people are poor, and I and I'm like her boyfriend, and she, you know she cracks a tooth or something, and I don't pay for that. I'm a shit boyfriend which is true because it's like who am I I'm some rich motherfucker who just fucks her and then when she really needs me I'm not there for her right it's different of course it's different in western countries if it was in Sweden or something then that wouldn't be the case because the the economics of it is that okay everyone can be equally educated there's there's a good safety safety net there's plenty of opportunities to 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 earn money in all sorts of other ways and so of course if I was in Sweden dating a Swede then I wouldn't that wouldn't be the case but I chose to come to the dark end of the planet <laughs> <laughs> I chose to step into the heart of darkness because the resources of beauty are high here and there's a price for that. Right? So some of the things to, you know, these, these, are, these are some of the bolder realities of what's going on in, in, the, in the world at the moment because previously, like before Instagram or before smartphones, let's say, if you were a beautiful girl, your, the currency of your beauty, beauty was only marketable within your city, really, right? Like you're the hot girl in that, in that Siberian city uh, the best you could do is date a gangster or try and find a rich businessman in that thing or just date a normal guy and find the one that you found the cutest or whatever was the best one you could get with your beauty. And then that was that was it. Maybe you married them and had kids. Okay, that doesn't exist anymore, right? Like you should understand, maybe you shouldn't understand this, but after this, you will understand this. Maybe I just want to crush a few dreams here just because, you know, like a little dream crushing just from now on, just because, just, just to, just, just because. There is no stone unturned in the beauty world. There is no such thing anymore as the beautiful girl who doesn't know she's beautiful. I remember those days. I remember, I remember those days. I had this one girl, Esther, who was an Australian 10. So let's say she was Ukrainian 8.9. Uh, like gorgeous. Just, and I, and be, but because I met her when she was 17. But because she was taller than the other chicks and like 
uh, like a bit gawky the, the, and had smaller, you know, didn't have huge tits or whatever, the guys her age didn't recognize it. They were like, oh, the chick with the big tits and the blonde hair is the hot one. And I was like, there's beauty, there's real beauty. And she had no idea, all right? And so I snapped her up because I'm, that doesn't exist anymore, right? And that was whatever, that was 10 plus years ago. It's that the moment she has more than a thousand followers or she has an open Instagram, and, and why wouldn't she, right? Because like she, all her friends, like once they open it out, they start getting all this shit. Because across the planet, there are cabals of, not that cabal, other cabals or, or cartels or groups or scouts or whatever who are just scouring the internet, finding every single hot girl that exists on the planet and monetizing her in some way or pitching her or trying to get her on, on some kind of trips. Uh, or the local, or the guys within the local scene, the the cool guys, the DJs, the whatevers, the ones that have cl- in online clout, you know, are, are harvesting and and so on. So it's like the idea of like finding the hot girl that doesn't know she's hot and that you can get her and so on is is basically a myth these days, unless 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 you go <laughs> really rural somewhere or go where the where the internet doesn't exist yet. Yeah, so. You will have to accept if you move up the if you aim to move up the beauty rungs with and like what does it mean? What is like the metric system of beauty is a very real thing. It's not just in our in our PUA heads, but keep in mind that a seven is all of our girlfriends before like all my girlfriends before I really got good at this. Right? Like they they were lovely girls. They were hot. They had good bodies. Right? A seven is not an ugly chick. In the, in the global scheme of things. It's a, it's a beautiful girl, like a pretty girl, let's say a pretty girl with a good body who you could fall in love with and marry, right? Like that, there's plenty, that's what a, a, a seven is. When we were eights and nines, this is where we're moving into the very small percentage of, of women on the planet who by this, by the zeitgeist and the, de- and the consensus reality of today says this is what beauty is. And it's codified almost, and now, I mean, it's scary seeing what's happening in Ukraine that almost every girl who is pretty is now getting plastic surgery to make herself look like the one prototype of what is the current definition of beauty in the in a, in a white western face and it's I, I mean i think it's awful because it kills all the um personality in the girl right like i i i met a girl on on um one of the online dating apps the other day before i deleted it and it's she, she, so it's like hot girl we're chatting and she says uh, just actually, just to let you know, I'm uh, I work for a, a high high class escort agency, and and sorry to have scammed scammed you, but you know basically it was a it was a it was a pretend profile which was actually for for an escort agency, and she and she said high class escort agency, and I and I just out of curiosity I was like send me the portfolio and the uh, of the girls right because I was like what do they mean by that and so they sent whoever it was sent me like. 18 girls photos and I was and I was shocked when I looked at it because it was 18 of the same girl like it was every girl like it was the same face it was horrifying to me because I'm like whatever whatever was before that was had a personality and there was something you, that you would have liked or not liked or whatever and then it was just the same surgically fucking created face over and over again that is now the 10 or whatever of Ukraine so and she's like did you find anyone you like and I wrote back and I said you just sent me 18 of the same girl. Anyway, why am I having this conversation? <laughs> and deleted it. Right, so, yes. So it's like, yeah, if you want to move into the echelons of like hot girls, then you, you'll just understand that they're, they're always, they're hunted from many, many angles. 
Now, then that brings up the question of like, fuck, can I ever get a girlfriend and a wife or something which is a really hot girl? Or is that impossible now unless I'm a billionaire or I buy, essentially buy her out in some kind of way? Yeah, it's possible, but it's, it's, it's not as possible as it once was. So the, the, the situations under which it is possible is that, yes, there, it's not every girl, right? And that, yes, there are beautiful girls who embed themselves within certain scenes where, particularly in the queer scene, or in alternative goth, hipster, rockabilly something scenes, right? So there's girls who like would much, who've decided they don't want to front face with their beauty and that they, they have, they would rather be whatever liked for something else. And, and so they, they don't push that forward so much. Okay. So those girls exist. Although within any of those scenes, she's then the hot chick of that scene. And so within that scene, there's high competition for her as well. One reason why queer scenes are awesome because there is a lot of the comp- competition is not competition because it prefers cock, which is great. When she's done, right? So it's not when she's hit the wall, right? The red pill thing, but it's like you and I have no idea the density of experience these girls can and often do have. We cannot fathom it, right? Like I cannot begin to keep up with the girls here, right? They. <laughs> Like, you know, I think I'm partying hard and I'm living a wild life, right? And within 24 hours or whatever, they have done more shit than I can do in a week and I do more shit than you guys do in a month or a year, right? Like they have the power of youth, the, the extraordinary power of youth on their side. So they have a lot of energy and they have this superpower of beauty, which means that everyone wants to give them something, treat them well, take them places, offer them drugs, invite them here, there, everywhere, right? So they have unlimited, if, if they've got enough confidence to use it, okay, sometimes girls are really gawky or, or traumatized or mentally ill or something, I don't know how to use it. But a girl who's like can handle it and has got the stomach for it, it's not, it's not hard, right? She just, just has to say yes to things. And then there's the Uber arrives and then you're at the party and then you're at the drinks and then you're at the festival and then you're at the after party. And the next day you're on a helicopter going somewhere and then you're on the boat and then you bounce to the next boat. And this, and this all happens in, in, a, in a week. The stuff that we've worked, we work meticulously and pour hundreds of thousands of people's money into to try and do once every three months. Right, so we can't possibly fathom what an, what happens between eighteen and twenty one for a hot girl who's working it now, and feel what you want about that. Does that feel good? Does it feel bad? Does it do you feel angry? Does it okay? Those are that's your shit to sort out. I would say, I have I feel like I've come mostly to peace with it. Like with that girl, I'm like, like okay, I feel a little bit jealous, or I'm like, oh, I wish she wasn't doing that. But then I'm like, do I? Because I'm not. I don't, don't want to own her. I don't want to like pull her out. So it's like she's, she, and then the other part of me is like, go girl, use your, use your time, live your life, get the, get the best, the coolest, try to look, try not to get fucking kidnapped along the way uh, and enjoy it because that's your time. You get a short window of extraordinary power and I get a long, long window of a different type of power that gets stronger over time. That's the way the world works. Cool. That, that's fine. I mean, it's, I have to, it, it is as it is. So back to the thing of like, how do I ever get a girl that's really beautiful? Well, as I was saying, girls can go through that and in two or three years, they've done it all. All right. And, and whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean she's selling a pussy for money. Okay. She's just like, she's had all the experience, the, the shiny thing experiences or the, the parties and the, the, the festivals and the raves and the drugs and the, you know, bouncing from VIP to this and getting all that validation or whatever. And, 
and that gets boring too, right? So it's like I've seen those girls go through because I've I've been involved with those girls generation after generation. Since I was 18, I've been with 18 to 20-something-year-olds, and every year there's new recruits, and so I see girls come in. I don't track them all. That would be interesting, actually, but I see them come in, do their thing, live the life, and then they meet a, meet a guy. Maybe he's a rich guy from that scene, or maybe he's not, uh, and they fall in love, and they're out, and maybe they're out for three years, and then when they... and then Or they're out forever, or, you know, let's say they're out for some years, the one to one to three to five years of average relationships... And then they come out, and then maybe they do a, a different version of that. They do the the yoga the yoga milf. I mean, whatever the the twenty five plus version of that, which is the two cocktails with the girls, and we'll and we'll class it up occasionally. But you know, I'm not going to go and not going partying four nights a week anymore. And I'm using a different type of my female power, which is the kind of more mature female beauty power of the twenty, let's say twenty four to twenty eight year old. If we're looking at hot girls, how they use their their time, that's actually when she is the most powerful. Because now she knows what she's worth, and she's still, if she's looked after herself, she still looks banging at 25, and, you know, you've still got any 20-year-old dude would fuck her, and any 50-year-old dude would fuck her, so she has a very widespread of men to choose from if she wishes, and she knows what she can get, and she knows how to handle men well, and she's she's played the game before, and she may, maybe she's jaded, or maybe she's not, maybe she's like, cool, I know how this is works, and I, I can I can use it for what I want, I can go to yoga and go to bed early, or I, and sometimes I can go out and rage if I want to, and I can take this opportunity and I can source guys that have got good prospects and I know what when a guy's blustering and when he's fake and when he, the confidence is real and not and so on and so she's at her like in some ways she's actually at her peak because she has the blend of beauty with with the, with the experience but she's very aware that beauty fades and even if she's beautiful into her 30s that the 18 year olds have got a, a different type of power and so, you know, that's can be around the time when she's thinking, okay, cool, well, I had my fun and boy, was it fun. And, uh, okay, I want something else. So that's where, you know, if, you, if you're looking for the beautiful woman that, you know, you can either try and catch her on the way in, <laughs> pull her out before anyone else realizes and before she realizes too much, or you can catch her on the way out, right? And that's, that, that could be a th- only three years from like, hi, I'm a cute girl, what does this mean? To like, I am seasoned and I, I know I've done it all. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is as it is. Yeah, I, I like I, I see as technology and everything becomes more effective. Like I see dystopian futures where girls turn eighteen and are issued a blockchain, a crypto value of that has been perfectly calculated that your beauty fits within exactly this. This means you're worth this many teen credits, and you're now on the open market with with the men who have their own correlating fucking currency, which is money mixed with looks, mixed with what, <laughs> and that they're all allocated. And then we're living in Brave New World. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.